3: University of Utah Health. Caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.
1: The final horn has sounded. That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach, Tim Lacombe.
4: Jazz Postgame, Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz win. 126-125, 126-125, to 125. they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. Get you sound from Coach Hardy as soon as he uh, comes to the podium, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But what a night for the rookies, uh, starting with Walker Kessler, first rookie to get have a 20-20 night since Gorgie Jang in 2014. 20 points, 21 rebounds, 2 blocks, 4 assists. He was 9 of 13 for the field, 2 of 4. From the line, and then Ochai Obaji in 31 minutes, 17 points, six of eight, shooting three of four from three. Uh, Colin Sexton had 19, and uh, Jordan Clarkson had 21 as the Jazz get a one point victory. Coach Lacombe and Walker Kessler, some firsts there. First since 2014, first Jazz player, uh, rookie to ever have a 2020 game. Wow, what a performance!
2: It's and it's just, uh, it's exciting because. You know, Walker is a guy, much like Ochai, that was just kind of a throw into that trade. Um, You know, nobody knew anything about those two guys other than, you know, the intel, but they didn't know how their their first year would go, how their NBA, uh, you know, experience would be. But with them in this, now into this trade, it just makes the offseason glow even brighter. Um, You know, we've all just been so excited about... Lowry, but I thought tonight the other pieces Sexton was great. Um, You know, I thought that Walker was the story of the night, no question. And it's really his ability. um, You know, like David said, to make it hard to score around the rim. We've seen it for years, but it's exactly you know it's exactly what uh, we saw with Gobert for so long.
4: Well, those those trades were were so amazing in in a variety of of ways. The Jazz chose to move on from Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell in the prime of their careers, both under contract for the long term and they brought back a draft pick haul where they went from void of draft picks to flush uh, in a couple of deals and you know Colin Sexton has had some good years in the NBA and was a headliner in the trade Lowry Markkinen has been a you know a fine player in the NBA for a long time but certainly has has not been an all-star and then you know kind of the take on on Kessler and Obaji was almost not even looking in, at them as players but first round picks you know well they actually got four first round picks because don't forget about Kessler you know uh and man those first round picks are really really good and far from an afterthought and you know Malik Beasley going up against his his former team don't forget that he's had uh, just a, a terrific year so I mean it's amazing the Jazz brought back a lot of value Oof. in those trades yeah a that's, lot of value
2: that's what it is it's the value so uh Really exciting. I mean, for them to win that game tonight, I know Rudy got hurt early, but I do think against this Jazz team, it almost made their, um, you know, the way they space the floor and are able to attack, I actually thought it kind of helped them tonight. Um, but just uh, play after play, the Jazz hung in there and got down, you know, weathered some storms, but it was defense fueling offense um, and the ability to get stops, get boards, and get out and run, uh, that really got the Jazz this win.
4: Outscored the Timberwolves in the fourth quarter 39-30. to 30. And uh, usually it's been the third quarter when the Jazz come out hot. And uh, in this case, it was uh, the fourth. Finished the game extremely strong. And to beat Minnesota, you know, <clears throat> at this point, I don't care what Minnesota's uh, record is. They've got a, a bunch of talent on that team. And to beat that team without Lowry Markinen on the road, this is a very good win. And Kelly Olynyk, you know, I know and Kelly we've Olenek. been talking yeah, right Walker's
2: opportunities here, and I mean, it may be the the whole, you know, he may never start again. Who knows? But the bottom line is Kelly's been the starting center all year long. So to do it without those two guys is just awesome. And the Jazz have been so close. I think it was Mike in the post game the other night. He's like, "We're not far from things going right more often than they go wrong down the stretch, and we're going to go on a little run here." Um, They looked committed to winning this game. Really, really impressive.
4: I don't know if everything went right down the stretch, but it didn't go right for Minnesota either. It was one of those where I don't know if the Jazz were perfect. Uh, There were a couple of Clarkson possessions uh, there in the final minute that – maybe we're less than ideal. Not that necessarily you wouldn't want the ball in his hands, but the execution just wasn't terrific. But then they got stops. We've seen uh, at other times this year when the jazz just haven't put up any sort of resistance. I just picturing in my mind, the deer and Fox, you know, pressed the issue at the end of the game where he had what, how many three buckets in a row with less than a minute to go. And, uh, it, there was much more. This was a different type of close game. that The Jazz uh, sealed the victory.
2: Well, and you saw that. Um, you're the one that pointed out the play. Uh, you're like, Ochai, good defense. You know, the way that uh, it was that play. it was They just turned it over, um, not got a shot, and they had to get a stop, and it was uh, Ochai guarding Edwards on yep. the, the wing, and he drove it, and typically, you know, when Edwards is coming at you. That's his strength. And Ochai kept him at bay, and he had to bail on it and throw it uh, a pass that wasn't on the money and goes out of bounds. So to your point, yeah, and pass maybe the Jazz don't execute, come down, hang their heads, don't give great effort. Whatever it is defensively, but this team, you know, again they they take advantage of just playing that possession. They're not thinking about the one that just happened and they were able to get a stop.
4: And Locke alluded to this in crosstalk. That probably is somewhat a byproduct of making Ochai earn those minutes and do the G League thing and get a bunch of DNPs and go through the practice and figure out that, yeah, you got to go out there and stay in front of Anthony Edwards. That's where going. your value on the team is really going to start. Can you go do that? That's how you get on the floor. And then, hey, scoring nine points in the fourth quarter. Uh, hitting clutch free throws and uh, going six of eight, three of four from three for the game is going to keep you in that rotation.
2: Yeah. And it's, to me, it speaks volumes because I think it would be easy for guys, um, you know, for you just treat guys differently. But uh, I think these two guys, you know, uh, with Kessler and, you know, I know Kessler was here early after he got drafted working. Um, I actually attended something that he was in, you know, before anything was totally official. In fact, uh, Pat Beverly was still on the roster then. So, it was uh but I, you know, I was able to kind of see Walker and you know, he they were volunteer workouts, but he was there um you know from the very beginning. And so it is kind of a culmination of them first finding their their way here, then getting here and acclimating um and now
4: excelling. Let's get back to Minneapolis and Coach Will Hardy. Game
5: another chaotic finish for the jazz Um, you know this is this is who we are at this point we are I've said it a bunch of times this year we're perfectly imperfect we're scrappy we're tough we've got heart Um, we go through great moments we go through tough moments but the guys never stop fighting they never stop competing they never stop sticking together Nobody points fingers. Nobody blames anybody else. Um, This is just such a fun group to be a part of um, because of that. Because every day I know that when I walk in the locker room and when I go out on the court that I'm around a bunch of guys that have found a way to put aside their own personal stuff and just be a part of the team and try to win uh, every night. And it's always... A variety of guys that contribute for us and obviously tonight Walker with 20 points and 21 rebounds was sensational and he did so many good things for us um, I think something that, that will go unnoticed in the box score is you know Minnesota blitzed or had their big up and pick and roll for a majority of the game and Walker did a fantastic job of getting into the pocket and making some great decisions for us Um, he's shown so much growth on both ends of the floor but I think um, defense probably comes natural to Walker in a lot of ways and you know, his ability to learn on the fly on the offensive end has been tremendous, but, you know, it wasn't just him. Again, we had six players in double figures, and Ochai and Colin both had great games off the bench for us, and that's, that is and that will remain who we are. Like, you know, we talk about Team 49, but the most important word is team. Like, we're a team, and it's not about one person, and I think that's what, what makes this group so fun. I think that's why our fan base loves this team.
3: When you... Uh... You look at, and I know you talk about Team 49, Team 49, but it's probably your first game this season where you look at Walker, you look at Ochai, and you, and you see what they could be um, and, and what they could develop into. You know, what were your thoughts on that and just the, the way that, in pockets of, of, of the game, both of those guys had their moments where they kind of took over a little
5: bit? Yeah, it, it's funny. I the the stats or the converting of plays is not what stands out to me the way they're carrying themselves just even like the way they walk on the court, like they know now and they feel that they belong. And that's a huge thing. That's a huge like hurdle to get over as a young player coming into the NBA is like, do I really belong here? And to have that confidence to play in a game like that, where it's back and forth, you're on the road, you're playing a good team. And for them to like continue to stick in there and make big plays. But it was just their, like their approach has been, amazing for me to watch as a coach um because the, the first thing you have to do is you have to feel like you belong in order to make those big leaps and i think both of those guys have they've put in the work their teammates support them um you know they, they come every day with a mindset of like they're trying to just get better and you know i have no idea what either of them could or will turn into none of us do but you know I, I do feel confident in the fact right now that mm-hmm. both of them believe and that's that's step 1 um, so i think as far as their development goes like we've we've already crossed the threshold uh, of maybe the most important thing how big is
3: that opening run in the fourth quarter of the year? uh <laughs> you know minus 6 points in the fourth you know, about three or
5: four possessions yeah we we talk about um, we talk about closing quarters we talk about starting quarters it 's been uh, an emphasis for our team all year because we we understand that those moments of the game can create a lot of momentum and so we had some good moments of that in this game and we had some tough ones you know closing the third quarter it wasn 't very good our defense was was not what it needed to be we gave up 19 points i think in the last 356 of the third quarter and that's just you know coming out of that timeout. that's that's tough the momentum is is in minnesota's favor but our guys you know in in between quarters they were able to refocus and get together and dial in on like okay this is what we want to execute on the defensive end this is how we want to try to play on the offensive end and let's go try to do it and then you make shots or you don't but um you know, we, we always try to use those moments as a team to just kind of recenter ourselves and try to focus on what's most important. And our team, you know, they do it together. Like I've said before, I, by the time I get to the timeout, I speak to the coaches. And then by the time I get back, they're already in conversation. They're already talking about what's going on and, you know, what they're seeing and feeling. And I think that, that helps to have that dialogue with them um, because they, they feel the game and see the game in a way that I never will because I'm standing still on the sideline you know, in a sweater and they're running around chasing the best players in the world and they're feeling it. So um, those conversations, those moments of the game, timeouts in between quarters are, are always going to be big for our team. that
4: decision-making um, from Kessler on like, the short roll and the high roll, like, we've seen some veteran, really high-level bigs uh, make that, those types of decisions. How was he able to do that in his rookie year?
5: Well, he's got good feet and good hands. So he's able to number 1 catch the ball and number 2 catch the ball on balance. And so your your eyes can see what they need to see and your brain can tell you what they it needs to tell you, but if you can't physically do the first part, you know, which is catch the ball comfortably and pivot to see the defense, it's really hard that, you know, the high wall speeds you up and Minnesota does a great job of rotating behind it, but you know, I think Early at this stage in Walker's career, the physical tools that he has allows him to have an opportunity to be successful there. you know whether he actually makes the right decision every time, who knows. Um, we could see this defense again and he could have moments where he just makes the wrong choice, but he's able to catch the ball comfortably in the pocket and on balance because of his feet and his hands..
4: There you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. There you go. Jazz head coach Will Hardy, after the Jazz beat the Timberwolves uh, this afternoon, one twenty six to one twenty five. With that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is uh, coming your way on Wednesday. The Clippers will be in town here at Vivid Arena. That game will uh, tip off at seven o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have post more post game sound for you, and we'll continue to get Coach Combs breakdown as the Jazz win. You have been listening to Utah Jazz basketball.
0: Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
1: The final horn has sounded. That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz game Show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach, Tim LaCoe.
4: Jazz post game. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmiller.subaru.com. Jazz win. to over the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll get you uh, more sound from the players uh, coming up here uh, shortly. But a historic night from Walker Kessler. First Jazz rookie to have a 20-29, 20 points, 21 boards. First NBA rookie to do it since 2014. Man, hearing Locke talk about how DeJuan Blair did it in 2010—if that dude would stay, would have stayed healthy, he would have been so good. Large, but his—I think his big knees guy. gave out, gave out, gave out on him shortly thereafter. But it does not happen very often, and Walker Kessler did it today.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I was Baron, if I was one of his knees, I would have given out because he was a very—he was a guy. big dude, but he played really hard. I mean, you have to play hard. You have to be like, you know. And Walker saw little glimpses early on, but. I mean, it wasn't long ago—maybe three weeks, maybe three and a half. Um, you know, we were talking about rebounding. Rebounding was a huge issue, um, and Coach Hardy even said on the on the post game, "We're not a team that a guy's going to get a bunch of them." Well, you know, that's why it's so exciting to watch an entire season because Walker and I talked about it maybe two weeks ago. that He's starting to get. Rebounds he wasn't getting before. Right. But to get twenty one in a game against that team, I mean it's, it's saying a lot. So just can't can't be more excited for him too because he just seems like such a classy kid.
4: Like he's having fun. He, he and Obaji both. Yeah. Seem like they're both really having a lot of fun in the time of their lives out there. I mentioned a lot he's a great walk off interview. How fun is that? I think his energy and his Positivity or enthusiasm. He was happy for Walker Kessler when he was uh, talking to Locke about the twenty twenty performance. You know, it's cool.
2: And I got to throw. I mean, you know, a big part of the deal this last summer was moving from one to to a, a vehicle. Then maybe they feel like they could do more with. But I, you know, I kept telling people that my experience with it was: you you want to get as many draft picks as you can get. That's all draft capital. It's the way you move around, but. You know, I said, don't overlook the people they bring back because I really do believe that secret sauce of Ainge and Zanuck, um, the way they approach this thing is they really know players and they understand the way they want to play and they want to get guys to fit. And when I saw the names, Lowry, Markkinen, and Colin Sexton, you know, instantly I perked up because I like the way those guys play, you know, for, for the reasons we're seeing now. Uh, again, you get a guy and you understand they've got to get better here, get better there. But I said all along, yeah, the draft picks and all that's amazing. But these picks, they're going the guys they're going to get back, don't ignore them. And even to the point of the draft picks that they acquired, pretty impressive stuff.
4: Well, honestly, even uh, <clears throat> if it didn't work out long term, these players are playing well enough that you could make some trades and really add some value down the road. And I know that's kind of an awkward thing to talk about, especially, you know, everybody's really loving this squad right now, Uh, just the way they play, all these close games, pulling out big wins. But if, you know, again, if, you know, somebody like Malik Beasley, you know, they decided that they would be willing to part ways with him, he could fetch you a pretty good price out there because there are a lot of teams that need a player like him.
2: And so I would say that the... You know, the timing with which Will and the staff have worked these guys in, it's so good. And I know that early on people are like, what is there a method to this madness? It obviously was. I mean, these guys, as David said, there's no free minutes. They had to work, you know, they worked their way out there and it's paid dividends big time.
4: All right, let's go back to Minneapolis to No
6: and kind of get, got contagious.
3: Um, yeah, just like like you said, just trying to bring energy in any single way, um, offensively, defensively, spacing the floor, um, the offensive and defensively, just uh, uh, you know guarding, garden their best player, guarding Anthony Edwards, just trying to just trying to be disruptive, and uh, also just you know boxing out and helping out rebounding.
6: Well, you're getting that good defensive effort. You're also hitting shots. 17 points for you. How was that flow for you?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, I always got to give credit back to my teammates for finding me. Um, like I said, I'm just spacing the. Floor floor waiting, just, uh, you know, on the catch, just being ready and uh, down ready to shoot or attack, uh, just kind of symbolizing the game, um, not doing too much, not playing too much outside of my game, but just doing me. Um, so, yeah.
6: I think it's interesting because when you've got an opportunity, you've just taken advantage of it, like really maximized your opportunity. How do you do that?
3: Um, just staying focused and staying ready. Um, you know, all these guys, they, they do a good job in helping me. Um, coaches do a good job in helping me and, you know, staying ready and staying focused and, on the game plan of what we need to do so right when I'm inserted into it it's uh, uh it's in second it's, in secondhand, it's in second nature so um uh, credit to them for that
6: it was really cool this is a big win you guys had lost a lot of close games you get the, the finally get the win in a close game yeah. but it's two rookies who come up with big moments what does that mean for you and Walker to kind of be the guys driving this
3: um it just shows a lot about our team um shows a lot the, about the depth that we have um you know for to, to to let rookies make those plays in the in the close games um like that so you know I'm proud of walk uh, Got a really good game. Um, so just trying to just trying to keep building off that as rookies. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. All
4: right, there you go. Ochai Obaji, a big story in tonight's game. Ochai off the bench, 17 points in 31 minutes. He had nine of those points in the fourth quarter. He was six of eight from the field, three of four from three. Man, I like everything about and him. He's quite good.
2: Um and, and he is starting to find he he made a another above the break three tonight. It was a pin down off a curl. Your uh, your cohort, Ben Anderson, called it out on Twitter. I, I kind of saw it happen, and I was going to go make a point, and Ben beat me to it. Uh, but but that's another addition, right? We've seen him make you know catch-and-shoot threes from the corner, but now shots on the move and pin-downs and those sorts of things. It's re- getting really exciting for
6: Ochi
4: Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some. Share your own. MySubaruWiz.com. Jazz get a win. 126 to 125 over the Timberwolves. We'll have more player sound for you. Coming up next, you are listening to Utah Jazz Basketball.
1: Final box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim Lacombe are breaking down how it all happened. On the Mark Miller
4: Utah Jazz Post Game Show. Oh my! Jazz Post Game, Jig Scott Coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is Campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share Mark Miller Subaru. Dot com Jazz win one twenty six to one twenty five over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's check out the uh, Master of the Glass presented by Safe Light Auto Glass. Wonder who's going to win it tonight. Proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate five dollars to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Tonight's Master of the Glass: Walker Kessler twenty one rebounds for the rookie to go along with twenty points first rookie to have a twenty twenty game since two thousand and fourteen. the jazz as a team on the boards out rebounded minnesota fifty one to forty one uh fifteen of those coming on the offensive glass and coach this is the uh, second game in a row the jazz have really dominated the rebounds
2: it's awesome to see Kessler you know be that that rebounding bell cow if you will but he had nine offensive rebounds um he had Nine, the rest of the team had five combined. So, I mean, it's 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 definitely a, a couple of things have gone right. He's gotten through the physical part of it. He understands the leverage required and, you know, what guys do on a blockout. And, by the way, I think that that is, a, if they want to talk about points of emphasis, it's an absolute wrestling match on the glass. Like, that's an area that needs to be looked at because I have no idea what's an over-the-back foul anymore. Um, but he's fighting that battle, and then – um Beyond that, you know, his ability to go get offensive rebounds, create extra possessions, and uh, that's so valuable to this team.
4: Looking at who boarded well for the Timberwolves, how about this Kyle Anderson with a sneaky triple-double tonight? 13 Uh, points for him, 10 assists, and 11 rebounds. Led his team in uh, rebounds and assists tonight. 13 points on 6 of 12 shooting. He played well. He didn't have the the 29 that Anthony Edwards did, but 13, 11, and 10 triple-double, not bad. Old slow-mo, he
2: made, that, um, he made that that. three, you know, he winds that thing up, and that's really been the only thing holding him back from being kind of that next level. But that's why he's still around. I mean, a guy who's going to go out, he, in a night he can get you 11 rebounds and 10 assists, and it's not completely out of the ordinary. It's just how he plays. You know, it's great to have a guy like that on your team.
4: For the Timberwolves, D'Angelo Russell had twenty-one and seven, although it cooled off significantly in the second half. And then Anthony Edwards had twenty-nine. He on the other hand really picked it up in the second half. Uh Edwards also had five assists, three steals, four rebounds. Uh <clears throat> Prince had twelve coming in off the bench. Uh Noel had sixteen, and Rivers with ten coming in off the bench. So actually Minnesota getting a lot of contributions uh from their bench tonight.
2: It's it's a pretty deep team. I mean, when you figure that that Gobert only played five minutes, um, you know, and they've got a bunch of guys that uh, you know, they they just have a bunch of guys that come in like Knight. I was impressed with Knight. He came in, hit a three, got an easy bucket inside. So they've got some flexible guys. I know Garza came in. Uh, Walker made him look really bad. Yeah, really bad.
4: Walker's a lot better than he is. He's a lot
2: better than he is. So, um, yeah, I mean, just. All around, this will be ever known as the Walker-Kessler game.
4: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He was just awesome. I mean, 20 and 21, 20 points, 21 rebounds, 9 of 13 from the field, 2 of 4 uh, from the line. He also had a career-high four assists tonight and also two block shots. And another game, by the way, only one personal foul. As he figures out how to uh, defend without fouling. I mean, you know, as somebody who who covered Rudy Gobert for his entire career, that absolutely plagued Rudy until he was a couple years into the league, because he was a walking foul as soon as he got onto the floor, and had to really figure out how to be effective without, uh, you know, with figuring out how to stay on the uh, stay in the game. Walker Kessler, wow! I mean, 31 minutes tonight, one personal foul, 20 and 21, not bad. It's interesting that the big
2: guy in today's game, um, even so, you know, probably more so now than ever before, there's so much more involved in every part of the game. Like, um, you know, every single team runs ball screens, you know, as part of their offense. And really that's what, in my mind, half the half-court offense is, is ball screens. And so the big guy's got to be involved. He's calling it out. He's dropping. He's giving ground. Um, you know, and then on the offensive side, The way that the Jazz play, they throw a lot to the high post. They'll, you know, dribble handoff some things. Um, But it's just, it's a remarkable what Walker's picking up, and and not only picking up, but really excelling uh, as he does.
4: Yeah, I would say excelling. What a game tonight uh, from him. And Obaji as well. As those have kind of been the two highlights uh, in the post game tonight because both rookies were just terrific, and they were just terrific in the fourth quarter, really uh, contributing to this Jazz win uh, as Obaji finished tonight with 17 points on six of eight shooting. Let's go back to Minneapolis. It's time to hear from Colin Sexton.
6: Colin, you're having this unique situation where you're in one game, out one game. As you try to manage that hamstring, how are you turning on the Jets when you are in and you are playing?
7: Uh, just pretty much just picking and choosing my spots and um, giving, going and taking whatever the defense give me, and not trying to force anything. Uh, at times, I might get get too deep, and then sometimes I, I got to make the right decision. So just picking and choosing and uh, trying to make the right plays each and every time down.
6: You had some really good reads. Speaking of that, I feel like you're getting into the paint, drawing a crowd, and then reading that pitching it out how have you improved that
7: Uh, just continue to watch a lot of film a lot of film and just a lot of studying and and when you're out there playing the game starts to slow down once you continue to watch that film
6: you also have such a great change of pace your ability to get into the paint get to the free throw line how have you figured out when to go fast when to go hard but a different tempo like really managing that pace
7: Honestly, just letting the defense dictate everything and just um, reading off of them. If they jump me, then I know I can go around or or just back them up a little bit with something. So uh, just pretty much just dictating them and, um, and pretty much just taking what they give me.
6: You have the Martin Luther King shirt on today. It's such a beautiful shirt. Why did why was it important for you to memorialize him and think of him today? Um,
7: it's an important day, um, not for just us, but for everyone. At the end of the day, um, I'm from Atlanta, so like he's big. Uh, he's a big person. Every street that you uh, think about uh, has Martin Luther King, and at the end of the day, he impacted my life for sure. And um, I just continue to um, to celebrate him each and every day. So.
6: Beautiful. Keeping that legacy alive. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.
7: There you go, Colin
4: Sexton. And uh, he was fantastic tonight, Coach. Uh, 26 minutes, 19 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. Uh, I, If we weren't talking about Walker the Kessler or Ochai Obaji so much, we'd be talking a ton of Colin Sexton because he had a huge impact tonight.
2: I love, I love Colin Sexton's game. Um, I love having a change of pace guy on the defensive side. You see his ability to lock down um, you know, he and Obaji out there together is pretty good perimeter defense. You talk about guys can really keep momentum away from the paint or the basket. Um, but for him to go 7 for 10 is a huge win. I like the way the Jazz are bringing him along. 19 points is always great as a byproduct. But it's the energy that Sexton plays with on both ends that I think uh, really serves this team the best.
4: Yeah, it gets to the basket.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it gets by anybody. And that's the game anymore. Get on a line. Find somebody.
4: Well, and for a guy that size, and hey, <clears throat> we say this having watched Donovan, uh, Donovan Mitchell for five years at uh, basically six one get to the rim, at will. But you know, to be six one in this league and be able to to drive the ball like that and finish is, is really impressive. I mean, it's that and the championships are what put Tony Parker into the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, the uh, you know the amazing ability at that size to get to the rim, and then once you do. Also come away with a bucket.
2: And where his, you know, we've all got little things. He's got to tweak. The game's got to slow down just a touch for him. As much as as I love how hard he goes, he has four assists tonight, three turnovers. I'd love to see him get that down to where, you know, he's like one for every four. And I think some of the time he just gets going too fast. And he leaves his feet uh, with nowhere to go. So I think that's going to be the the piece. I've always said it's easier to slow a guy down than speed him up. But there is some nuance in that too, so uh, you wouldn't want to lose his energy uh, by, you know, making a tweak to some of that.
4: Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers, Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com. dot com. Uh, we will have uh, more for you coming up straight ahead. Jazz post game. You are listening to Utah Jazz. Wow,
1: the outcome is in the. Get to the reaction. Hear from the coaches, the players, as well as the coach, Tim Lacombe. It's the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Post Game Show. Here's Jake Scott.
4: Utah Jazz Post Game. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is Campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Time for your Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A. One app tonight from the line. Coach Lacombe just shot a bunch of free throws. They were 23 of 28, led by Jared Vanderbilt, of all people, who had eight attempts. He was 7 of 8 at the line. Very nice. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, 5 of 6. Colin Sexton, 5 of 5, coming in uh, off the bench. For the Timberwolves, they were 15 of 18. Uh, led by uh, D'Angelo Russell, who was 6 of 6. So the Jazz, the aggressor, got the whistle tonight.
2: Love it. I, I love everything about it. You definitely want um, – that that's something you can tell if this Jazz team's playing downhill, they're being the aggressor. They, they definitely have gotten the whistle this year. They've done a good job of getting to the line, it's nice to see that being a factor in the game tonight for sure.
4: Uh, absolutely and uh <clears throat> to be able to make it at that rate to take 28 make 82 percent of them i mean that's going to be a big uh that's going to uh, be an advantage if you can do that and they needed one because they certainly weren't perfect uh they had 18 turnovers as opposed to minnesota's five which we talked a lot that's about huge, that in man. the pregame that that's really a recipe for the timberwolves success and the jazz were able to win in spite of that
2: yeah that that is that's a great call out because uh the the Timberwolves had 101 attempts at the basket. The Jazz only 84, so they had to be even, you know, much better and more efficient. But they were, you know, they had a very efficient night shooting the ball. Their effective field goal percentage was in the top 10 percent of the, of any this year. They were 62 percent effective field goal percentage. And the other number that's kind of jumping off the chart at me, uh, they were able to get 39 percent of their own misses. So. Yeah, uh, you know, top five percent on the offensive glass—the performance by the Jazz tonight.
4: Well, when Walker has nine of them.
2: Yeah, I mean, hey guys, can you pick up a couple and we'll be good?
4: Pick up a couple of those extras, those strays. My back hurts. I'm carrying the load exactly. over here. But,
2: but hey, that's why he's there. And yeah, I am so excited. I know Coach Hardy is too, because now Walker can't say, you know, hey, you can get twenty. I've seen you do it. You know, you, you set a bar. You now you, unfortunately, you're going to be held to a. Uh, accountability on that bar
4: man what a find uh what a what a find give the minnesota timberwolves credit for drafting kessler in the first place uh but uh what a what a find for the utah jazz i mean i'm not buying into the uh they've replaced rudy in half a season let's let's keep in mind the some of the brilliance that that rudy had on this uh on this team but man i would have never a predict, per, dicted a young big to have such an impact on this team. You know, Mike Smith would, but uh, I wouldn't have. Big right. on uh, big on Walker Kessler.
2: No doubt, no doubt. And and yeah, I mean I think if you look at contribution, right, you look at numbers, and I saw something online. I mean, it's, it's pretty astounding when you, you just kind of blind t- taste test the numbers between Rudy and Walker, but I mean, the bottom line, Rudy did it for a long time and has done it for a long time. Walker just getting started, but to have this opportunity with Olenek out and to have to go Embiid, Gobert, and obviously the Gobert didn't last long, but 31 minutes and 21 rebounds, 20 points. I would say the you know Walker has he's found a portal to a new part of his game, which is awesome in the NBA, and so now he'll just continue to to get better at all those little areas. He can continue to get better at.
4: Well, then he's got Zubats on Wednesday. Yeah, well, so,
2: it's the NBA. Right? Yeah, I mean, come on.
4: Got these dynamic players that you have to go head to head with uh, every single night. It's uh, it's crazy. You know he'll have a little bit of an easier matchup on Friday when they take on Brooklyn, but it's still Brooklyn. And just because he has an easier matchup, that means somebody else doesn't. Absolutely. Um, Meaning whoever has to guard Ky- Kyrie Irving at the moment.
2: Exactly. It was no fun. I mean, no. No fun at all. That was when Kyrie did us a couple of years ago. Remember that menagerie in the middle of the day? Yes,
4: I do. Yeah, that was bad. So.
2: Anyway, game, game at a time. I, I thought, too, Jake, I want to make sure we talk about Mike Conley. We talked about him. You know, Mike played great, but he didn't shoot the ball well. We did shoot the ball well tonight. Um, he was five for eight in 30 minutes. Uh, assists were great, six, not one turnover. Um, that's how you win a game with less possessions. You don't waste them, you know, and your point guard has a huge part of that. He, he did a great job. He did his part. But then he goes and gets eight rebounds, too. A really productive night for Mike Conley.
4: Yeah, and it's good to see him shoot the ball a little bit a uh, little bit better as he had been struggling, as you mentioned, and then still be incredibly efficient. Uh, six assists tonight, eight rebounds, and the old bagel up there for the turnovers. Jazz may have had a, some turnover issues with 18 as a team. None of those credited to Mike Conley as he... He continues to be awesome. I, I'm telling you, and again, I, I know we don't get bogged down talking trade potential in this particular show, but there's got to be a team that needs that guy. I mean, if Jazz are willing to part ways with him, I've got to imagine there are teams out there that need a veteran point guard who's going to go out there and give you something and not make any mistakes.
2: Oh, no, no question. And, and be such a great addition to the locker room, too. Not going to cause issues. you Man. know The way he, he came in here and fit
4: perfectly. So, Well, for those reasons, I could see the Jazz wanting to keep him.
2: Right. Exactly. And the the best part about it, like everybody else, we're we'll hear about it when it happens. Um, but I just I think it's all fair to talk about in a year like this. I think, you know, we've all we all know what we're in the middle of. And I think everybody understands what the end goal is. That's to win it all. Um, that's what the organization talks about. So I think everything here to there is, you know, somewhat of a journey.
4: I want to remind you about Utah, uh, the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators, presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 14 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to utahjazz.com slash mve to nominate your favorite educator now. The Jazz win, beat the T-Wolves by one, 126 to 125. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com. We'll have the uh, play of the game coming up next, and uh, we'll put a bow on this one. Stay tuned. to
1: Beasley. Good luck three. Missed it rebound, tipped around, Kessler amongst four guys, comes up with it and lays it up and in! How did Walker Kessler just do that? He was in the midst of four white jerseys, kept it alive, powered it up and in, and scored it! His 20th board of the night. Ties it at 118!
4: What a night from Walker Kessler, what a call from David Locke. There's your play of the game, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection lHMmoto.com LHMotto.com. Driven by you, Jazz win 126 125 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tonight, post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share MarkMillerSubaru.com. Walker Kessler, absolutely the story tonight 20 points, 21 rebounds. The first rookie to have a 2020 game since 2000. And 14. Eight years. Nine years.
2: And <clears throat> has earned a nickname from me.
4: Uh-oh. Yeah.
2: His middle name's Freaking. Okay. I don't know if you knew that, but it is. I did not. No. So it's Walker F. period Kessler.
4: Not Fitzgerald.
2: Uh, hey, you throw in whatever you'd like. But, uh, yeah, Kessler, comma, Esquire.
4: Oh, he's a, he's an attorney now. Of course. Okay.
2: He's he's king of the boards.
4: Well, I tell you what, he was tonight. Twenty-one rebounds. I mean, just uh, amazing. You want to know what his really his middle name really is? Ross. Ross <clears throat> Walker Ross Kessler.
2: Well, no disrespect to Ross, but tonight he was he was he
4: was good. That's a good handle, Ross. I like it. Walker Ross Kessler. And everybody under
2: if you if you see Ron Boone out and about, middle name's Bruce. Big we, fan of it.
4: Uh coach and I like to well, mainly me, I like to look up middle names. So there you go. But Walker Kessler was great tonight, and so was Ochai Obaji. I mean, the ro- tonight was all about the rookies, and we've talked about them. There were other players for the Jazz that had really good nights tonight, but tonight was about the rookies. Kessler's twenty twenty, and then Obaji, nine points in the fourth quarter, a couple of big-time free throws, had 17 points on the night, six of eight shooting, three of four from three. As I mentioned, the free throws, two of two, and then played some stand-up defense as, uh, man, he just continues to, to earn a bigger and bigger role on this club.
2: And tonight, seven guys in double figures. Um, it definitely, the rookies took center stage, but you know, Vanderbilt did his thing. Uh, he got, he got 15 and Conley, we talked about shot it better. Uh, Clarkson had a really big four point play that kind of started to swing the momentum. Uh, and Beasley did not shoot the ball well, but made timely ones. Um, and then uh, we off the bench. I thought Sexton was a game changer. I thought he was a guy who changed the tempo, was able to kind of guard. So uh, across the board, like Coach Hardy said, a team win.
4: You know what? I'm gra- I'm glad you brought up Jared Vanderbilt uh, because this was one of his best performances of the year, and probably his best performance for a couple of weeks. And not that he's played poorly for a couple of weeks. He was just really good tonight. 15 points, eight rebounds, four assists, one block. Uh, He did it on four of five shooting, seven of eight at the line. He went to the line eight times. That's just a a really terrific game for Vanderbilt. Uh, You mentioned Mike Conley at 14, eight and six, 14 points, eight boards, six assists. He was great tonight. Beasley, you and I wondered, uh, I I think we talked about this off the air, but I wondered if he was going to get in there and go crazy against his old club. Seems like kind of a Malik Beasley thing to do. He didn't. Uh, Ten points on four of ten shooting and one of six from three as he continues to kind of Not be what he was at the beginning of the year from downtown,
2: and it's hard to do what he was doing. I mean, was he he was so far out ahead of everybody else, and the way that the number of games the Jazz played, and, and then he was just every night he was putting up a crazy number. So, I thought it would slow down a little bit, not to this extent, but we we have seen him do it. So, I you know in my mind he can do it again.
4: As for the Timberwolves, they got a big night uh, from the Ant-Man, Anthony Edwards, who had 29 points. Big time second half, 10 of 25, shooting 4 of 10 from 3. Uh, 5 assists, 4 rebounds for him. D'Angelo Russell, 21 points, 7 assists. He was 6 of 11 shooting. Kyle Anderson with a triple-double, 13 points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds in the loss, and then uh, a bunch of guys had a good performance coming in off the bench for uh, for the T-Wolves tonight as well. Noel with uh, 16 points. Uh, Prince had 12. Austin Rivers, who seems to play well against the Jazz, he had uh, 10 points, but that came in a losing effort. We should also note, we haven't talked about it a ton, but Rudy Gobert only played five minutes tonight, gave it a go, and uh, we knew that he was uh, dealing with that injured groin, and uh, we saw him hobble to the locker room. Uh, Glad he gave it a shot. Yeah, uh, sure he really wanted to go uh, go up against his old team but really wasn't able to be effective.
2: No, and it is too bad, but uh hope he heals up, you know, nothing but respect from here. Uh love him, love the way he impacted this community and and you know, I don't want Minnesota to to be great this year, but I want Rudy to um to be great and you know, just the
4: draft pick will be affected, Jake, so you got to keep some skin in the game. Yeah, you do. It It's amazing. What a trade. What a trade. Big time nights from the rookies uh, tonight. Walker Kessler, Ochai Obaji, those are the uh, the big stories. 20-20 uh, night for Kessler, 20 points, 21 boards and Obagi, 17 points, 6 of 8 shooting, 3 of 4 from 3. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get a few final thoughts from you on this one before we turn the page.
2: You know, I have to talk about a season being a journey and, you know, if you listen often, you you've kind of heard it, but uh, tonight was a, a kind of a mile marker, I think. It was, you know, having a couple of those guys, the Jazz acquired, they've been bringing along, kind of string it together on the same night uh, when Lowry was out. And quite frankly, they needed it. So just so happy for everybody involved. That was a great win. Um, and again, my hope is that uh, they can continue to find, you know, like Sexton tonight. It was, it was great to see his energy, but just find little ways you can help this team. Uh, I, th- I think tonight definitely was a team win across
4: the board by one another by one. close one needed them all 126 to 125 the jazz win we want to say big thanks to everybody who helped out with-
6: a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon but violence is only the beginning of this story sometimes i thought there are no miracles yeah there are and this is a big one